Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Janelle B. Stewart podcast. I am your host, Janelle B. Stewart, an award-winning business coach, keynote speaker, and content creator. The Janelle B. Stewart podcast is designed to educate, empower, and engage. My goal is to have you feeling uplifted, inspired, and empowered after you listen to each episode. So before we hop into the episode, I want to just thank you all for leaving me great reviews on Apple Podcasts. Today's review comes from Rosingjo, and she titled the podcast review Good For You, and she's responding to my mental health podcast series, which those episodes can be found episode 31 through episode 36, where I discuss my mental health and me going to a therapist. So she's responding to those episodes with this review. So her review says, I had the same problem with one of my kids too. I finally decided to let her know she had to wake up 30 to 60 minutes earlier to start getting ready. Maybe Maybe you can give him a timer for each task he needs to do. If he can beat the timer and get ready on time, that might earn him some points for an activity later later that week. I hope this helps out. Well, Rosingjo, that actually does really help out. And it is a strategy that we did use. And what we found happened with my son was that he just used even more time to get ready. It didn't actually make it so that he was ready sooner. He just used the extra time. So when we gave him an additional 30 minutes, he would just take that much longer to get ready because it wasn't him getting ready that was the problem. It was him moving along from task to task and he was totally distracted. But I love the idea of giving more time in general. And I really do like the idea of earning points towards an activity for the end of the week. And maybe this can be a strategy that moms who are struggling with their children can use. And like I said, if you did not listen to my mental health series, which is podcast episodes 31 to 36, then of course you've missed a lot and you probably don't have a clue as to what this reviewer is even talking about. So make sure you go ahead and listen to that. Hey guys, so welcome to episode 40. I am a little bit nervous to talk a little bit about what I want to share today, Um, but I'm going to just jump right into it and hop on and hop off. Okay, so here's the deal, guys. I am an addict. I didn't always think I was an addict. And if you would have asked me a couple weeks ago if I was an addict or not, I probably would have said absolutely not because I didn't think that that was the case, but it is becoming more and more and more prevalent um, to me that I am an addict. Now, my addiction is not a drug. It is not like a narcotic. It's not alcohol um, or anything like that, but I am definitely addicted to the scale. Yep, I am addicted to the scale. Um, I realize this more now that I'm working with my weight loss coach, Sonia. If you did not listen to episode 37 called I Got a Weight Loss Coach, y'all, then you should definitely do that so you can understand more about my um, weight loss coach and how I how I got led to that place. Um, but yeah, now that I'm working with Sonia, I realize that I really have a problem. So me being extremely transparent is something that you all relate to. So I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but I have to be honest that I'm very nervous to talk about this. I am. And even though sometimes I'm very open and I share things very openly and you guys are always very um, 
happy about my honesty and really appreciate it. It's not always easy to build myself up to just talk about things that are personal and private sometimes. I do them um, after spending some time meditating and thinking about it. And ultimately, when I realize that what I'm going to share can actually help other people, then I take the pressure off of myself and off of my own insecurities and I just release them to to the Lord and in hopes that the feeling of helping others is going to fill me, okay? So that's why I'm sharing this. So I have weighed myself every day for a very long time, years, 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 years. I wake up in the morning, I use the restroom and I weigh myself. And I feel very comfortable doing that. I really, I really like doing that. Um, I love the, I love what weighing myself, how it makes me feel, because I know that I'm working towards my goals. And when I weigh myself and I see that I um, have weighed a little bit more, I use that to help me make better decisions around what I should do that day. So for example, if I weighed myself today and I was a little bit up, I would say to myself, Janelle, what'd you do yesterday? Okay, maybe you shouldn't have eaten that. And now that you've eaten that, you can see how that's affecting your weight. Like, don't do that again. Or let's take out some of the sodium and let's take out some of the sugary things that you ate yesterday and let's replace it with something healthier. And those would be the kind of decisions that I would allow for a, an increase in the scale to do to me. Um, and when my the scale would be down, it would totally motivate me and like make my day feel so much better. And I felt so good and so reassured that the changes that I've made to my diet or to my lifestyle were helping me. Um, I can say that on occasion when I thought I was doing really well, well and I weighed myself and I and the, the weight didn't match, I would feel unhappy. But for the most part, I would turn that unhappiness into something positive and I would take action to actually solve it instead of taking the unhappiness and then like sulking in my misery and then just eating bad and throwing out the baby with the bath water. I, I didn't do that. I used it and turned it to something positive. So... That's how I thought I had a relationship with the scale. That's what I thought my relationship with the scale was. But then Sonia asked me not to weigh myself until we meet again. And in fact, she doesn't want me to weigh myself until we meet every week. And you would think that that would be something easy to do. Just don't weigh yourself this week. Like no problem, no brainer. But after the first time that Sonia asked me not to weigh myself for... um. For a week, I was like, oh, yeah, I got this. That's not a problem. No big deal. Because she had asked, how often do you weigh yourself? And I told her daily. She was like, okay, I don't want you to weigh yourself until next week, till we meet. And I was like, okay. Honey, by day three, I was like going through withdrawal. The third morning, I woke up and I wanted to weigh myself so bad. Like I was like feeling the changes in my body. And looking at myself in the mirror and seeing how less of like uh, how less bloated my stomach looked and I was noticing that my sides were kind of going down and I was like, ooh, I want to see like what this progress looks like on the scale. I wanted to hop on so quick because I was like, I am getting snatched. Like, how many pounds am I losing right now? It's only day three, but I can visibly see physical changes in my body. So that means the scale has must be going down down, right? Well, 
I was trying to stick it through and not weigh myself. So instead of hopping on the scale, I went to my husband and I was like, babe, I thought that I could not weigh myself for a week, but it's proving to be a problem for me. And I asked him to get the scale out of the bathroom. And so he did. And I woke up on day four, once again, feeling like I really want to weigh myself. I'm seeing physical changes. My body's looking good. I really want to weigh myself. (laughs) I didn't know where the scale was, but I really wanted to weigh myself. Tell me why later that day I ended up finding the scale. I wasn't looking for it. I promise you I wasn't looking for it. I opened up the cabinets under my sink so I could get more soap and I found the scale there and I was like, oh my goodness. I immediately felt this like panic in me. Like if this is here and I know this is here, I am going to weigh myself. And I immediately called for my husband. I was like, babe, I found the scale by accident. Can you please move it? So he moved the scale. And the next day, day five, I woke up again, really wanting to weigh myself because now I really was looking different. And I could really feel a difference in my body. And I went to put my daughter to bed that night of night five and tell me why she saw the scale under her dresser and told me, mommy, that thing that you stand on in the bathroom is in my room. It's And she pointed it out and I was like, oh, wow. So I put her to bed, closed the door, walked out and told my husband, your daughter found the scale and I need you to go move it. So <sighs> finally, the day comes when I can weigh myself, day seven. And I was so nervous that the scale wasn't going to show what I was feeling um, and what I had saw in my body. And I don't know why. I didn't have any like reason to think that the scale wouldn't reflect the hard work that I was doing. But I do know that when you're eating a keto diet, a ketogenic diet, that it isn't about weight loss. Because Sonia had talked to me about this, which is why she didn't want me to weigh myself, because it doesn't matter. But it wasn't something that I could control. This is just psychologically, this this pull was on me to make sure that what I was doing was matching the scale and my weight loss. And I felt confident that I was losing weight. Visibly, I could see a change. Um, and I had even had gotten compliments from my mother and then a woman at the gym. So clearly, it was I was looking a little bit different, okay? However, The day came and I was so nervous that I was going to step on this scale and all of this data that I have telling me that I should be fine, I I was so nervous, so nervous. So I had my call with Sonia and she was like, how's it going? And I was like, great. I just did my last chance workout. She didn't get the joke, but do you guys remember The Biggest Loser? It was a show on, I think, ABC or NBC or CBS, one of those stations. And it was on for like a decade where people who were really obese would go on the show, they would work out and eat well, and then they would lose hundreds of pounds. And then at the end, there would be a winner. And that person would be the biggest loser. Well, at the end of the week, when they were about to do their weigh-in, Everyone would get a last chance workout in and the trainers would literally kill these people and have them working out for like hours and just to help them drop as much weight as they could before the before the weigh in. So I was like, I'm going to get my last chance workout in. And I did. So I had done that before meeting with Sonia. I had wrote on my Peloton. I had done some weightlifting and I was feeling good. And so when I started with Sonia, 
I was 203.5 pounds. And then when I weighed in on this weigh-in day, which to be honest, oh, you know what? I actually forgot to tell you guys something. My weigh-in day was... um. Not exactly one week later. It was a a little bit over a week. It was like nine days. I forgot. It was nine days that week. So I finally get to weigh in day. Like I said, I hop on the scale. I'm so nervous. My heart is pounding. I like look forward. I'm not even looking down. And then finally I look down and it said 196.4. I had lost almost seven pounds in the um, almost two weeks between, you know, my first talk with Sonia and that point, at that point. And I was so excited, so, so, so excited. And I felt really proud of myself. I felt good. We talked about everything and I was able to move on. But the weeks that have happened since that time with Sonia have still not been easy not weighing myself. And I literally have had to tell my husband to keep the scale out of the bathroom because if I go in there, I'm going to weigh myself. And I don't know why I'm so addicted. I don't know why the scale has such this pull on me. I mean, I've thought about it, rationalized it. Like I've just done this every day. It's, it's a habit. So this is just how I do. So I understand that part of it, but I don't understand like why I just can't turn it off. Why can't it just be, just don't weigh yourself and that's it. I don't know why that is. I'm really trying to understand it. And if any of you know, I would love to hear why that is because I'm really addicted. So literally, I've had to have my husband take the scale out of the bathroom because um, after he left it in the bathroom, after I left it in the bathroom after a weigh-in, I ended up weighing myself the next day. And um, I said to myself, why are you weighing yourself? You just weighed yourself yesterday. And I had no reason other than I just wanted to see if there was any changes to from yesterday to today. And I don't care if it's just an ounce. I just wanted to see if there was a change because it makes me feel good to see these this instant gratification. So my husband has taken the scale out of the bathroom and I've picked up a mantra that I say every single time I go into the bathroom. I say, it doesn't matter what you weigh. It doesn't matter what you weigh. It does not matter what you weigh. And I say that over and over and over until I leave the bathroom, even though the scale is no longer visibly in sight. I'm saying this to try to rework my brain into not feeling like I have to be on the scale um, or I have to weigh myself and use that as my only measure of progress because I know better than this. I know better than this. I don't know when this happened that I just can't live without weighing in on the scale um, but it just kind of happened and I didn't think it would be hard not to weigh myself. And it, it has been. It really, really has been. And as I am progressing um, on my diet and, and working out, I love just being able to see my progress. And I need to get into this place where I respect the progress of my physical, my physical signs, like my pants or my shirts, or just looking at the areas of my body that tend to be more fatty and they're not as fatty anymore. I need to rely on these things as indication, but I just haven't really figured out how to let go of the scale. Now it's only been a couple of weeks so granted I'm not going to be able to be perfect you know when it comes to this but this is something that I've noticed that I wanted to talk about because I know that there's probably others of you out there that are also dealing with the same thing you just don't know how to do it without the scale 
And that is the case for me. Um, so one thing that I've done in addition to the mantra, I hope that that's something that can help you. But the other thing that I did was I purchased waist beads. I was talking to someone on Twitter about my issues with the scale and just feeling like overwhelmed and wanting to weigh myself. And she had recommended that I get waist beads because waist beads would show that my waist is thinning down as they fall down my waist. And I was like, that is such a good idea. So I found someone on Twitter. She is a small black business. Her business name is Rahaka Beauty and her website is rahakabeauty.com. That's R A H. A-K-A, Rahaka, and then Beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y. And I went on her website. She had she tweeted me and she shared with me her website and I went on and I supported her. I purchased the waist beads and I love them. They're so pretty. All you have to do is just put in um, the measurement of your waist. And if you um, like one of the colors there, you just select it and put the measurement of your waist. I told her that I kind of wanted something that was like rose gold. I have um, a lot of rose gold that I like. I do. I have a rose gold um, Apple watch with a with a jewel band that I bought off of Amazon and I loved it. And I showed her that as inspiration and she didn't have the exact colored um, beads, but she made me something that was very nice and beautiful as well. And I like that her waist beads have like a little bit of stretch to them. They're not like made with a tight thread. It's made with like a plastic that can stretch. So I was able to pull it over my head and my shoulders and put it on and it gives me some give as I do different things during the day. Um, it's not tight because I measured it at the upper part of my um, stomach or, you know, waist, the upper part of my waist where I where I bend. So it's not tight at all. And my goal is to see how it falls down during the next couple of months. Um, I shared in my last episode that I have a goal of achieving my body fat percentage goal and I have a goal of seeing, getting to my um, weight loss goals in 2020. So if that happens in 2020, these beads will be down to the top of my hips and I'll have to either get them readjusted or get some smaller ones to just wear in a place that I want them to wear versus right now I'm not only wearing them as jewelry or I'm really not really wearing them as jewelry as all at all I'm wearing them as a guide of my waist to see how I'm doing and to measure my progress but um once I get down to my goal weight obviously they'll be too big um, and so I'll need something that just sits on me as jewelry because I kind of like wearing them. I think they're kind of sexy. Yeah, they're really sexy. <laughs> so um, if you're looking for some waist beads, definitely support the young lady of Rahaka Beauty and get yourself some waist beads. Get them for someone else that you know. I'm probably going to get more than one because they're really cute. And since I've talked about them, a lot of people have shared that they wear waist beads like my mom. Can you believe that? My mom is wearing waist beads and um, my therapist wears waist beads because I've even talked to my therapist about my situation with the scale and I told her that I decided to get the waist beads and she was like, I wear them and they are a great way to track and all of that. So she was happy that I had come up with some strategies on my own. Um, and, and other people on social media, you guys have been telling me you wear waist beads too. So I'm loving them and I might get a few more from her. And um, I would encourage you to support her because she's a small black business as well. Well, that's the end of it. That's the end of the episode. And I am so excited to be able to like get this off my chest. I'm really looking to see 
those to see whom among you I connect with with this. And I really hope that you do share with me if you relate. Like I said, I love for you to share with me on Twitter because then I can just retweet it. But Instagram is fine if you want to send me a DM. Um, as always, I do need reviews. I'm looking forward to reading um, the reviews that you guys leave me in my upcoming episode. So please go ahead and leave your girl a review and I will share it in my next episode. Now, with that being said, I want you all to have an awesome week and I want to leave you with one of my favorite quotes. And that quote is, inhale confidence and exhale doubt. All right, y'all have a great week. And as always, I love you for listening. Bye.